Hey everybody and welcome back to We the Haunted episode 10. I got this on my I just we we were before we hit re record we were referencing the episode so I'm like okay I'm not going to miss mess up this one. Episode we're not gonna 10. Mess it up. <laughs> um and this is the Gatlinburg episode. Um mm -hmm. Me personally I have a long a long history with Gatlinburg. I've been there going on 8 years now. Um and my old friend of mine, which he still, I still consider him a friend, uh, Brad Armstrong. He is the owner of the Ghosts and Haunts Tours of Gatlinburg. I hide, this is not anything paid endorsement, no nothing. This is just friend talking about a friend. I'm not getting any money from this episode. Um, but I highly recommend going on the Ghosts and Haunts Tour, Tours of Gatlinburg. I'll post the link to his website down below in the description. Go check him out. He is awesome. And Brad, if you're somehow wa wa watching this, I know you have a lot going on. Hi. Um, hi. Hi for me too. Never <laughs> met you, but hi. Maybe yeah. one day I'll see you, but cool. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I, 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 like, I will be telling a good amount of stories from the ghost tours. A lot of these are public knowledge. There may be maybe one here or there that is in that's like old records type deal. Um. But he has so many stories on the ghost tours that he physically cannot tell all like all all of them. Uh, so he alternates. Um, and I'm not even go 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 going to be telling all the stories that he tells in the tour because the tour itself is two and a half hours long. I'm not. We're not going to be doing a podcast. It's two and a half hours long. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, I'm going to be hitting on the big ones like the the rock the rock the rocky top inn. Uh, Lyd Lydia, the two cemeteries story, and then more and more and more, and then a non-paranormal story. I'm going to be talking about how, uh, the I guess true crime-ish, a uh, story of, of how uh Gatlinburg got its name. <gasps> uh, it's a true that I didn't know that. <laughs> um, it's no one dies technically. Oh. But um, there is a threat of death. Okay. I know uh, that sounded like, oh, nobody died. Sorry, I didn't mean <laughs> it like that. Sorry, we don't want, oh, uh, <laughs> I do not wish that. I just was like, oh, like, oh, okay. It's true crimey, but nobody dies. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I it's, made that um, sound really bad. <laughs> um, by true crime, it means there is a lot of lawsuits. What a, what a single person does to a lot of people is absolutely horrid. Um. Uh and uh there is some burning of places and a threat of one man's life oh so yeah okay uh Be learning something new today <laughs> exactly so uh once again before we hop into it like to rehash uh check out the ghost and hunts tours of gatlinburg we're not getting paid and also this is a podcast this is not going to ruin the experience of the physical tours themselves. The authenticity, the feeling, the immersion that you still get on the tours will still be intact. Trust me. This is just you're hearing this audio only. It's way better if you go in person. But saying that, the Rocky Top Inn. Um, the people who originally wrote the song the the Rocky Top. Uh, I never. That's why that sounded familiar. Yeah, <laughs> I I'm... was like. That sounds really familiar. How do I've, I know that? I've never heard it, and it's got paid by a, a university. I assume the Tennessee Volunteers football basketball team, but um, the people who originally wrote that song lived in Gatlinburg. 
Oh. And um, and a university, which I assume is the ten the Tennessee Vo Volunteers. That's the only major university in the area state. Mm -hmm. Uh, but that's not important. A university I I know. Uh, uh, they wanted the right to use, sing, and do whatever with the song that they possibly could. Um, they wanted the complete and utter rights to this song to do whatever they wanted. So, uh, the songwriter said, yeah, sure, just pay us. And they did. They paid them a good amount. And then, um, that money, they used that money to build a hotel, the Rocky Ooh. Top, the, the Rocky Top Inn. Ooh. It is a small hotel, U-shaped, and the parking lot was in the middle. Oh. Um, much like if you were to go to, like, a Motel 8 or something, kind of, like, modern day version of like a motel eight kind of type 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 of thing well, still like back in the day that sounds like really uh oh nice. yeah, that's, yeah yeah exactly not like a super eight <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i've never but, been to a super eight but i'm so terrified to go to one <laughs> um i haven't either but i've like just, well if anybody has like kudos to you yeah like, like i don't know if i could the super eights near me or well, near us actually if you just look at it, it's like the embodiment of like crime. Anything can literally happen there in a not a good way, and it's I'm, I'm and I'm good. I'm I'm good. I'm I was good. about to say I literally have a super eight like right across the street over here. <laughs> <laughs> you just look at you were it. Like, just me. I'm like no. I'm literally there's. Yeah. I can look out my window. <laughs> there's like there may be some super eights in like in this country or world. I don't know how far away they go, but I they. Know. I'm sure there's some nice ones, but around I'm us sure, or, or, around us um i'd rather just sleep on the side of the road to be honest yeah <laughs> i don't trust motels in kentucky no i don't <laughs> either don't. but um yeah um they built a hotel uh then they named the hotel like after the song the rock mm -hmm. the, Ro the rocky top inn and uh it, it's located in the middle of town up on a little side road um but yeah uh uh, I'm gonna scoot my notes over just a bit because I I don't want to bend my neck and break my neck every time I look over here. All right. Uh, <laughs> Why I'm, not? I'm, 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 I'm like in 1996. <laughs> Let's do a side profile real quick, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> um, the history. In 1986, a man just got out of prison, and he went by the name Tattoo Eddie, but his real name was Eddie Harris. Mm -hmm. Um, at, like after he got out of prison, he got together with three of his old friends, two men, one girl or woman, and they traveled around just to explore the, what I assume is the world. I didn't, don't think they went that far, but they explored and they eventually, they ran out of cash and they're, and they stopped and ran out of cash in Gatlinburg. And instead of getting a, you know, a job like everybody else would, um, they just like, Hey, let's rob a hotel. That's smart. Yeah. And they chose the Rocky Top Inn. Um, and, and in the hotel, there is a night auditor that's basically like the numbers person. Mm -hmm. And then the front desk person on the left and right. The building, then the, the inner U shape is where you would stay. Yeah. Um, and then one night, um, the night auditor, um, then they were friends the front just the lady and the auditor were friends every night around the midnight time when everything was closed everybody was asleep uh the night auditor would come over to the front desk and get all the papers for the day and take them back and you know do her job but before she took them back 
she would stay for a bit, talk with her friend, have some coffee, and so on and so forth. Well, one specific night, um, 30 minutes past near the usual time, the night order would come over. And um, the front desk lady, and by the way, I have no idea what their names are. Couldn't find them. I just dropped the, this on my mic. I'm sorry if you heard Good that. Good job. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm a, I, I fidget a lot. But um, yeah, the night auditor came over, and uh, you, you, usually, but one specific night, she was 30 minutes late. And so she, uh, the front desk lady called over there to her, to the building three times. The phone was busy. And she was like, okay. So the security guard came in. She goes, hey, have you heard anything from the night auditor? And uh, security guard was like, well, I know her husband is working late, so maybe she's talking to him. That would make sense, considering the phone line was busy three times. So she's like, okay, cool. And then, then, uh, and then the night, the, the security guard, the guard said, you know what, for this night only, let me take all the papers over to her so you don't have to be here for too long. She goes, all right, cool. Security guard takes over all the papers and money stuff over to the auditor. And whenever he opens up the door, his first sight was Tattoo Eddie. Um, he had yanked the phone cord out of the wall and tied up the out the auditor with it in the chair, ah. and um, and then uh, all Eddie saw, he said, "I just got out of prison. I'm not going back in." He saw a security guard, but all that was to him was a badge on a shirt, so he shot him in the chest, <gasps> and then just to ensure that he died, he stabbed him in the chest over thirty times. <gasps> thirty. 30. Yeah, that's yeah. personal. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. And that uh, wasn't a I don't want to go back to prison. That was a I've got to take somebody out and I want to do it and make sure they're dead. Yeah. Oh and, my god. And what happens next will make you like get frightened even more. Huh? <laughs> uh knowing that, uh he, the audit lady, uh he she was a witness to a murder, and now he knew he had to take her out as well. So, with her already being tied up, he knew he didn't have to shoot her. He just held her down even more and stabbed her in the neck so many times it nearly severed her head. Okay, uh, hold I, on. Uh, I, hold um, up. <laughs> I don't know why I'm Oh my god. On the tours. I, I, when you're like telling me this, I'm like imagining yeah. um, after he just got... I don't even want to say that. Get done, have just killed the security guard standing up with that knife in his hand and then slowly looking at her. Yeah. And being like, okay, you're next. And then her head was almost decapitated. One night I did that tour and Brad was not the tour guide for that night. Mm -hmm. uh, another lady was. I forget her name, to be honest, but great, great girl. Um, and she described it. Whenever she told that part, she said her neck was. She, her neck was almost severed from, from her head so strong that she said only, like, like it was said that only two thin layers of flesh were holding on left. But oh there, my god. But there was, she said that from the coroner's report, that's what she said, but I, I don't know where she got that information from, but it is a fact that he stabbed her in the head that many times. Oh my god. Yep. Oh my god. Uh, that is awful. The words online it said it nearly left her headless. Oh God. Yeah. I uh, can't imagine. Then after that, Eddie and his friends left with a total of four hundred and fifty dollars, 
which at that time was a lot of money to be honest but still i know but for two lives yeah two okay what well both of them were very personal yeah because he could have easily just shot both of them a few times and it'd be fine like they would have probably died yeah. No, he had to stab one of them 30 times and almost decapitate the other one with a knife. With just a knife. You know how hard it is to decapitate somebody? That, <laughs> there was something going on with him. Yeah. And that was all they took. Yeah. That is disgusting. Uh, and it's about to get even more sad. Oh, that's great. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like after that, the him and his friends left with 450 bucks and, uh, the front desk lady on the other side eventually went over just to check on them, like what the hell is happening, and she found that she walked she walked up into this grew the grew the grew the gruesome scene, and then since the phone cord was teared from that end, she ran back over to the front desk, and called. At that time, they they didn't have the nine one one, so they mm-hmm. had central di- dispatch. So whenever mm-hmm. you called them, they didn't automatically know where you're location was yeah they would answer name place and everything else and she was so terrified she couldn't speak and so she and all like all she could get out was two people are dead two people are dead and then eventually um the operator said like where are you where are you and she and uh she goes the rocky top end the rocky top end and, she, and, and, and then that's when the operator he starts to freak the hell out and then and then, uh, and then he like he starts like talking to the mic. He starts talking like talking and like looking to the phone. Who died? Who died? Who died? And it, like eventually, he's uh, the girl said the security guard, night auditor. They're dead. They're dead. And then the phone just drops. And then some other lady picks up the phone and goes, "Hey, I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to continue this call." She says, "Uh, the night auditor. The night auditor that worked there was his wife." Oh. He answered the call to the, his own wife's kill or m- oh, murder. Oh no! Yeah. Oh <laughs> oh no! He was literally yeah. That is devastating. What the f- yeah. fuck? Yeah. Oh my god! I couldn't. F- I couldn't imagine that. I. Can't- I, I'm speechless. I don't know what to say to that. Yeah. I don't know what to say to that. I just don't. That's just awful. That's all I can say is that's so awful. Yeah. They eventually sent over a unit or two to the Rocky Top. They took as much evidence like as they could, but turns out they, uh, at, like Eddie being in prison, he knew how to hide himself well. No fingerprints, no blood, no defining blood of his at least. There was no mm-hmm. evidence saying that this was Eddie. So, yeah. uh, for no evidence, three years it went unsolved. Oh, God. Three years. And one day, um, I don't have a date for when this happened specifically. Uh, one day, a lady went into a phone booth at Maggie Valley, North Carolina. And inside the phone booth, there was a phone book, as there should be. Um, and inside the book, she found a knife and a letter. The letter said, and it was written by Eddie and signed by Eddie himself, my friends made me do it. It's their fault. If I didn't kill them, they would kill me. And then he wrote their names on it and signed it. And then, eventually, they were found, brought back to Tennessee, stay in trial. 
One of them turns state's evidence against himself to get him a lesser sentence instead of 25 to life when one of the men got 20 years. Um, Stupid. <laughs> uh, and today, that man who got the 20 years, he is a free man. Um, no That's idea. Great. Yeah. Um, the other man and woman both got life sentences. The man is almost... The, but the man, the other man, the third man, um, uh, was was almost immediately killed in prison due to a gang fight or a fight. Yeah. Uh, the woman is still serving life. Um, and Eddie got the death pen the penalty or sorry, Ed, but Eddie would have got the death the death pen the penalty, mm -hmm. but. Oh no! What? But, what? <laughs> this is the thing that I think you might like to hear. I mean, oh, oh, far, wait, I, I would like to hear <laughs> as far as like a, as far as like a true crime. Okay. He would have got the death penalty, but at the time, Tennessee law said if you had a, a, a IQ lower than 70, you legally were not allowed to be put on death row. Guess what his IQ was? Okay. Uh, <laughs> that, sorry, that was a long silence because I'm sitting here thinking. I'm going to guess it's like, because I haven't looked at your notes. I like just saw the headlines or the the top points. So I'm going to say it was like, like 60, like 60 something. The 68. 68. I was close. It's close. He, he was two points away from being put to death. And he had a score of 68. Now, whether or not he falsified it or something, who knows. Um, but he got taken off of death row. It was giving two life sentences back to back, Con concurrent. Um, uh, but uh, and then if this isn't karma, I don't know what the fuck is. <laughs> you know how he stabbed the girl almost nearly head like, like headless. Yeah. In early two thousand and fifteen, nearly oh. like, like around the March era, March into April. Okay. Um, he got stabbed in prison only once, but it was in the carotid area. The carotid artery on like like on his neck. He bled out in seconds. Oh shit. Yep. Oh and, shit. Yep. Yeah, that's karma. Yeah. Damn. Now present day. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is where present you'll be... day. Dun, dun, dun. Now this is where like corporations and shit come they come into play and you're like stupid dumb people but money but anyway people would come and visit for them like once eddie they've like that became headlines and shit people like people would come and visit do seances call this like the creepy place he'd come to this place just for the murders and um and uh the hotel didn't want it the owners didn't like it they just wanted it to be a place where you can come for a nice chill vacation and stay yeah um, they they didn't want to be known as the creepy hotel uh, so after all this uh, like attention, uh, they sold it to Marriott Corporation, and Marriott within months tore the whole place down and right on the same land built a brand new, big story hotel, and within two months you already have sightings, and in this to say that sounds like a recipe <laughs> for a haunting. Especially in a place where a lot of bad shit happened. Even if it's just one event, that yeah. event stood out. Like, that's yep. so much energy that just was brought there. That's a recipe. That's a literal <laughs> recipe in a book. Yeah. For a paranormal haunting. Yep. 
and uh, uh, paranormal occurrences. No, I, I don't have specifically like any occurrences. I personally have captured orbs there, mm -hmm. uh, but granted, orb like I don't like to say I caught orbs there because there's three lights, three street lights next to the Marriott. Not to mention forty thousand headlights on the building just to make it look cool. So yeah. it could be like it, like it could be a lens flare from one of the eighty lights that's within twenty feet of me. So yeah. I, for audio only, I'm putting air quotes, but I caught some orbs there, you know, it's yeah. whatever. But um, to this day, there's been evidence of orbs, shadow figures near the West End, near where the murder actually happened. Oh. Uh, and then if you're lucky enough, uh, if you, people have been catching these inside, but um, if you go uh, to the bathrooms, and, like, like inside, you supposedly see sh like shadow people that walk around. Oh, I've, huh. I've never seen them in full body like apparitions, but that's what shadow people are to an extent. To, yeah, to an extent, I would count it as an apparition because you literally are seeing the shadow yeah. of somebody usually. Yeah. But uh, that is the story of the Rocky Top Inn. Now, I did exclude just for time's sake of the podcast. Mm -hmm. Um. This, this, this is where I'm saying get all the more info on Ghost and Haunts Tours thing because it's true. I left out a couple of, of key points about how the murder went down and the step-by-step -step of what the night auditor did and what she did that night because it wasn't re relevant to the paranormal side of things. Mm -hmm. There is more to the stories that I'm leaving out that are non-paranormal. Okay. So just FYI to that. Um, but yeah. If you want to go next with the story that you have. Yeah, I would love to. I've got um, a kind of common, like, you kind of hear one of these stories usually kind of about anywhere, like local, yeah. local hauntings and stuff. So I'm going to start off with a point a little further down that I know you don't have. Okay. I don't think you don't have anyways. Um, I'm going to start with Lucy on a Roaring Fork. I have a story from from a girl named L L Lydia. Not Lucy. I have Lydia, but I'm not going to do Lydia. Okay. I'm going to do Lucy. Uh, okay. Let's so, hear it. and I'm going to try to do my best because I'm not good at speaking words. It's so great. <laughs> I'm such a professional. Um, because for some reason I cannot pronounce roaring right. Like, does that even sound right? Roaring. 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 I've probably said it so much that You're... it just sounds. You're maybe <laughs> fucking up a syllable, a syllable, but fine. yeah, I, I, I don't do well with words, but I'm gonna do my best. You have the, to spell it out every time. You have to spell it out every time. Uh, you don't want me to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I have an IQ of twelve, so. <laughs> I mean, you're beating me. <laughs> What's your IQ? <laughs> what? I mean, like a three and a half. Three and a half. Oh, yeah, I'm like beating you by a landslide. We're doing good. Never mind. <laughs> Anyways, Lucy oh, um, at Roaring Fork. Roaring Fork is a motor trail in the Smoky Mountains area. It's kind of like on the outskirts of Gatlinburg. So it's it's very, okay. very, it's remote. Um, okay. It's considered a trail, but the best way I can explain it is, um, have you ever been like on a paved country road? Like, yes. Which you have. Yes. I figured you would yeah. have, but. To people who are listening to this they're usually like single roads there's no lines on them they're very they're like a really big sidewalk 
if nobody knows what a country road looks like or a certain country road, that's kind of what this motor trail looks like. Okay. So a lot of people on like motorcycles or like horseback or um, four wheelers, things like that, um, will go down this trail just to look at the view because it's very, very, very beautiful back there because it's okay. all like trees and there's like certain views of like mountains and it's very, very pretty. Um, I haven't been there personally myself, but what I saw in pictures, <laughs> it was really, really pretty. Um, of course, the Smoky Mountains is a national park. So this is a part of the national park and it's literally called War- Roaring Fork Warring. <laughs> Roaring Fork. Roaring Fork Mortar Trail. <laughs> Too many O's. <laughs> ah, which it's it's outside of Gatlinburg. Um, thousands. It's usually uh, mo- motorcyclists that go back there. So like okay. a lot of times if you're back there yourself, you're going to see like a bunch of motorcyclists go back there okay and trail it that's just kind of common you know um a lot of it is like creeks and forests and like the occasional view of mountains um locals say that there's a ghost named lucy that haunts the road so according to okay. the locals legend Lucy was a young woman who died in a cabin fire sometime in the early 1900s. Following her death, a man named Foster was passing through the area one evening on horseback. So, you know, one of of those. Um, He saw a beautiful woman just like strolling through the woods, kind of, and she was barefoot. She's like in like, you know, a very light gown and she's barefoot kind of just warming around the forest kind of off the beaten path and he thought that was really weird so the reason why he thought it was so weird is because it was a cold night like this lady doesn't have any like any clothing on barely you know besides like the evening gown and like no shoes She's roaming. Yeah, the that's weird. Where there's like nobody around. And this road didn't really have, as far as I know, um, have any people living on it, or at least a lot of people living on it. So it's kind of weird. So he was like concerned. He thought maybe like, oh my God, this girl's lost. And, she, you know, and of course he got infatuated by her by just looking at her. So, right. you know, wants to go help her, you know, be a gentleman, be nice. Um, he went over to, to her and introduced himself and offered her a ride you know back to her house you know like she's lost like let me help you out um enhanced by her beauty literally he fell in love right then and there he was just like dude this (laughs) which i can argue that it's probably lust and not love yeah a lot of people get that mistaken you know like you see somebody like gorgeous and you're like oh my god i think i could be in love it's probably not if, love, but <laughs> yeah, it's other emotions that are taking place. It, it, yeah, but you know, that's just what the legend says. He like yeah. fell in love. Um he returned her to the house, to Lucy's parents' house, and the following week he went back. He didn't like, you know, knock on the door when he dropped her off. He didn't knock on the door. He just kind of dropped her off and then went on his merry way. Well, a week later, he came back to the house and knocked on the door and was introduced by her parents. And he actually asked if um, he could marry her. 
I was like, whoa, <laughs> you met this girl once and she was walking around in the middle of the woods barefooted. Um, and strangely enough, unfortunately, Lucy's parents informed him that she had was dead and had died actually weeks prior to that meeting. So she had only been dead Damn. for a few weeks when he saw her and had this whole interaction like she rode with him on horseback all the way back to her parents house because they had moved already from the cabin um that had burnt down that sounds like a lucid dream i know it was like that's that's gotta be creepy yeah um today lucy's apparition is seen all along the fork fork trail all along that um a lot of people just see her like how he saw her just kind of roaming in the woods like barefoot um and then also seen near the old cabin in the woods i guess there's like some remnants left like very like very rotted remnants but there's still a little bit left a lot of people see her right there of course i mean yeah pretty obvious why um but since the woods have not been home to many people it's likely that there's more ghosts back there because back in the day there was a lot more people living back there than there is today if that makes any sense i probably like fumbled that so bad but a lot back in the day there was a lot of people living back in those woods but today there's not so it's just the way like life changes no like yeah back 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 in the day like life was more simple more simple times so yeah yeah so they say that there's probably more ghosts back there than just her because people will hear stuff in the woods like talking and like walking and like yeah. very typical things that you yeah. would hear. Um, I'd I, I like to pull up a small topic here. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's kind of a tangent, but it's the same idea. Um, I'm gonna okay. There is a band that I listen to called okay. Cr- called Crown the Empire. Okay. And recent song they put it out is called In Another Life, and about a lead singer having a, go- a ghostly experience like of his past lover in his own house, and uh-huh. and he said like over the course like of months and COVID he kind of went crazy like most people did, and, uh-huh. uh, and 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 at the time he was going through like emotions of like love and stuff at the time like most uh-huh. like, like most people do, and he said he like he would constantly see a apparition of like of a lady walk up and down his stairs and lights would flicker off and stuff, and uh, and they would be like like an actual person walking up the stairs he would go up and no one's there and mm-hmm. and uh a good phrase to i to like identify that like it looks real but then you get proven that it was just a ghost yeah uh, there's a line in that song where it says the lights flicker in the hall but then you're gone again oh and I just that whole time I was like, "This is the story in that song." <laughs> That's literally the same thing. <laughs> like you're literally That's having cool. you're having a lucid dream, and you think you're actually in, like interacting with this being, but yeah. then reality hits you in the face, and you're like, "No, this person's been dead for a couple of years now." Yeah. Well, this one, she's she was only dead for like a few weeks. Yeah, exa- yeah. That that that's what makes it even more crazy. Like she yeah. has the ability and the power to show herself that much already in just a few weeks yeah yeah that's nuts but yeah that's lucy a roaring fork that's motor trail yeah we have like i i I know we say this about every fucking place we do episode (laughs) on but we have to go we have to go oh my god okay that was actually amazing like 
just the fact that my brain pieced that together with a with that song i fucking love that story thank you that was You're awesome welcome uh, i that... thought it was a good one to add um i'm gonna kind of tell two stories back 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 to back because one Go of them it, one of them isn't really paranormal it's just how gatlinburg got the, its name uh so i'll go ahead and tell the 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 that 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 one first the story do you okay question though do yes. you know what gatlinburg's name was before gatlinburg was a thing no okay then you'll then you'll 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 like this oh okay uh the the story of radford gatlin mm -hmm. uh um as time went on before it was called Gatlinburg, it was known and called White Oak Flats because there was a lot of white oak trees. And then the, the at the time, the majority of the living area in Gatlinburg was flat. Um, so they called it White Oak Flats. And um, and eventually the area gained a big enough pot, like population due, due to people just traveling and realizing, oh, people are already living here. There's one cabin. One cabin turned into two cabins. One cabin turned into three. And then a store came in and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. And then um, and then once, uh, then eventually the area became big enough and populated with people that the federal go government decided to give this town a post office. People oh. were ecstatic we finally get can read letters from people and stuff yeah and um and the federal government appointed a man by the name of richard reagan to be the first postmaster and to build the first post office uh but the government didn't give him any money to do so nor did he have m money as a person so he was just like okay <laughs> what do i do <laughs> <laughs> cool um, thanks for the title but um, exactly. can't, uh, you know do the job cool <laughs> <That> <laughs> Imagine like, being given this big huge title, then, then you're like, well, <laughs> can't do it. Um, <laughs> don't have the money, and you didn't give me the money to do this. So cool. <laughs> Thanks for the title, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. So then, um, the only man in town that did have money was Radford Gatlin. He okay. owned he owned a mercantile store, like like uh, cloth and stuff to build things with. And um, uh, and Radford Gatlin was a horrible man. Uh, he owned a store in town and was very opinionated. Uh, if you didn't, oh. if you did not, and this is one of the bad things, if you did not agree with him, he would not have any smite over stoning you and beating you with rocks until you agreed with what he said. If somebody sat there and beat me with a rock because I didn't agree with them, I'd beat them back with a rock. Yeah. But and no. Uh, then um, he beat you until he did. Uh, nearly every person in town had like had a physical legal lawsuit against him. Oh. <laughs> we yeah. had a lot of people disagree with this man. <laughs> yeah. And um, Radford told Reagan that he could build his post his post office store inside of his mercantile store. I think I'm saying that right. Mercantile? Is it mercantile? I don't know. His, it might be. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you don't want to ask me. I couldn't say warring. <laughs> I can't say warring. You don't want to ask me. I'm, 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 like, I'm just going to say store. Um, okay. Radford told Reagan that he could build a post, a post office inside of the store rent-free and money free as long as you do the physical labor everything's free and uh reagan wouldn't uh then reagan became suspicious 
It said Radford said he would he he Radford said he did this to get on people's better side. And Reagan, not in have any not having a single dime to his name, had to say yes. He had to. Yeah. Um, everyone was excited for the first letter to come in the mail, but the government only recognized the town by the name of what's on the building of the post office. And since it housed Radford's mer- store, the name was legally changed to Gatlinburg. Ew! And, um, and this was only changed on federal level. Everybody in town was pissed, so three days later, he woke up to his barn on fire. And men approached him and said, leave town tomorrow or we can't guarantee your house will be on fire tomorrow with you inside of it. Oh. Uh, some time passes, um, and uh, eventually he leaves. Some time passes, shit, and between 1855 and 1913, any legal document or not had White Oaks Flats name on it. But anything from the federal go- 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 the government itself had Gatlinburg on it. And in 1913, p- the people, uh, at this time of this new like gen- generation of people, um, wanted, to build, wanted to build a school. But uh, the federal government said, we will not give you the funds to build the school until you legally recognize Gatlinburg as your official name. And since most of the people in that town at that point had no idea who Rafford Gatlin even was, yeah. they're like, they're like, sure, do it. Sure, fine, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Without the, knowing like who this guy was and yeah. what he like literally just did, he literally put his name yeah. out there just so he could have something named out. That's it. Sounds very intentional. Yeah. Very like fishy. Yep. Super. It's super stinky, and fishy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Super. <laughs> it's just like that for audio for audio people i'm sorry but it's like it's like that face of like a (laughs) it's like you motherfucker motherfucker (laughs) yeah that's shitty that's shitty but yeah um uh so after that um Sorry, I lost my place here. Give, 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 give me a split second. Good job. Um, I'm sorry. Okay, all, right, all, right, all right, so uh, to recognize that, like, as their name, and then, and then they did. So in 1913 is when uh, Gatlinburg officially got titled by Gatlinburg. White Oaks Flats was legally no, no longer the name of that town. Mm. And then that's that. That kind of sucks yeah <laughs> that kind of sucks man and then man. yeah so now every time i say gallenberg it's like arc history it, it, i guess it is what it is i mean it's america yeah fair <laughs> enough and that's not even the darkest thing that's just yeah. being scummy like yeah i can then, deal with that but whatever and then the next thing is when it comes to history no one, as far as recorded history goes, this is one of the oldest, most well-known ghost stories slash ghost characters in Gatlinburg history. Oh, okay. The Greenbrier Inn and the story of Lydia. Yes. Do you, do you yes. know about this? 
I know about this, obviously, because okay. I researched about yeah. it, but <laughs> I do uh, know this one. This one's a very I, one. I, I have one specific point that you may not know of, because I <gasps> found about this through Brad himself, oh. and, and because I went to where she died. Oh, you did? I'll, 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 I'll tell okay. you. Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry. There once, uh, this is a, okay, the Greenbrier is still a thing. But at the time it was the end, it was a hotel. Now mm -hmm. it's a restaurant. It's mm -hmm. no longer, you can no longer stay there. It's just food now. Uh, but there once was a woman working at the inn named Lydia. And she was very popular. She was loved by everyone in town. Um, she was pretty on the outside, but she was even prettier on the inside. And she fell in love with this young man that was a logger. Oh, and just a fun little fact. Um, back in uh, that day, when uh, the logging business first came and took over the Gatlinburg area, mm -hmm. they logged enough. They took it down so much lumber in that area at first that if you took every log or every piece of wood and put it from tip to tip, it would stretch from the earth to the moon and back three and a half times. Holy shit. Yeah. That's a lot of freaking trees. Yep. Poor but anyway. trees, but still. Yeah, she, she, she fell in love with a young lawyer. And since she was loved by everyone in town, everyone in town was wanting her to get married. And now that she was, uh, everybody showed up to this wedding. I don't know where she got married at, what chapel, because there's like a dozen chapels in the area, but she got yeah. married. Um, uh, so everyone showed up to the, the wedding except the lawyer she was going to marry. And so uh which i'll go ahead and say this the logger was doing some uh the logger was walking to the chapel mm -hmm. uh and there was a part of the woods he had to walk through and he got mauled by a lion oh, but uh so yeah. sad uh but obviously no one knew or had a phone so yeah they, so, so they just thought that he skipped out um but, but yeah uh, she left the wedding and went back to her room in the end and cried. Uh, her, her friends came and checked on her. She just said that she wanted to be alone. Or that's what people say that she said. That would make sense for someone that's sad. And yeah. uh, then the, the next m morning, her friends came back to check on her. But turns out she had thrown a rope over a, t a, uh, a beam in the ceiling and hung herself. Mm. Um, um, yeah. Uh, and then so this, sad. and this is the part that I know of, which this may say online, but uh, if you go, or I did go, but if you go uh, to the Greenbrier restaurant right now and ask about Lydia, they will show you the exact beam they still have in the restaurant, of which the rope burn is still active on the wood of where she hung herself. Oh my god. You can literally eat right below where she killed herself. Why would you want to do that? Oh, that poor girl. Because it <laughs> sorry, was I just think of like that's just so sad because like somebody took their own life on that beam, but also you have that curiosity in the back of your mind like I, I still want to see that. Yeah, and then oh, the, that's so sad. And then the only known paranormal occurrences that happened with her ghost, she got buried in the public White Oak Flats Cemetery. Mm -hmm. Um. Which, a horrific experience on that cemetery, too, later on. Um, uh, uh, and it is said that if you take a picture as a couple, and uh, it's more, 
it's more known if it's with a straight couple, male or female, because man, yeah. obviously. Uh, if a man takes a picture by himself that is married, or if a couple, man and woman, take take a picture beside the White Oaks Flat sign of the cemetery, and it is said that if the man is not loyal to the wife or has mixed feelings about his wife, Lydia will show up in the picture. Oh! And that is a sign. She will show up as a woman in a white wedding dress. And if she shows up, that is said to be that your husband or one of your partners is disloyal to you. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and just cool. It just says like a little funny, like a side note. The first time I was uh, in Gatlinburg doing mm -hmm. that tour, it was 2014 or 15. Uh, she told that uh, Brad told this, that story. And as soon as he said that, like there was like four married men, like in the, the, the group that just went, oh shit <laughs> oh shit man and then, we don't uh, want to take a picture over there sorry we back out yeah <laughs> i can uh, just see that i thought it was funny that, yeah that is funny uh uh if you want to go next with the story you can or i can go it's up to you i have one little tidbit i want to add on lydia all right go right ahead um and i thought maybe you'd mention this but you didn't we'll see i i'm I excluded uh, one part of how she died out just because I don't want to tell the full story because of the tours. This isn't about how she died. This right, is right, about right. a okay. ghost encounter. Okay, yeah, then you're good to go. Yeah. So it's very short. Um, one of the caretakers who lived at the lodge once heard Lydia one time. Okay. Um, she said to him to mark, she said, mark my grave. And she said that three times. Um, apparently the caretaker knew where Lydia was buried i guess at that time she didn't have a marker so she was just buried at the cemetery and just didn't have a marker but he knew where they had buried her so he went and made made a handmade a marker okay and put it on her grave and then after that she stopped bothering him because she kept bothering him about it and that's um, awesome did did that and it, she stopped bothering him uh do you know what that marker is like do you think it's stone do you think it's like a... i have no idea it okay. did this it didn't say because uh me and kayla are going to gatlinburg at the end of october on on, I on, know. on, on, on halloween so i was gonna I, look. I think that's so cool because i a year ago today um i got married so Right. happy anniversary <laughs> happy anniversary to me um that was where we went on our honeymoon was gatlinburg because that was like the one thing we wanted to do was stay in a cabin and have a hot tub it was like the whole thing um little did i know that they had any of this going on so um i'm very upset that i didn't get to go yeah. like do some of this stuff <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but when, when, that's okay <laughs> when, it, when lily when we got back we started like we, we we were texting talking about like the future of the podcast what should we do next in the episode and so on and so forth and i then uh in the middle of last podcast port arthur i randomly had like a a, a a a reference to a ghost story that was in gatlinburg and then i brought up gatlinburg and you said something along the lines of like gatlinburg is like old but there's not too many stories like is there i'm like i can count eight right now and she just looks at me and goes okay gatlinburg's next gatlinburg's next <laughs> <laughs> no it's good we're good see i didn't know i had done one presentation on um like paranormal investigations and stuff like that it was like yeah. a public speaking um presentation and i had used some of your references for gatlinburg yeah. but i didn't think it was like such a big deal uh yeah. now i know <laughs> um my bad i know it's like a weird classification but um 
Gatlinburg is one of the uh, most haunted cities in the eastern part of U.S. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. It's, 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 again, it's in deal. this specific slice of the U.S., this one specific, is like, it does like a part of me is like, <laughs> why do you get that specific? Just say one of the most haunted in, in the U.S. Like They like to, you know, if you're yeah. a writer, you like to, like, spice oh, it up yeah, with true. some words. True. So, that, you know, that's that why. <laughs> I, um, kind of like quick thing I, I i like i was researching like into scotland uh there's a uh the oldest crypt in the world is in scotland and um and uh it, I, I forget the name of the cemetery it's some weird scotland name but um uh it, scotland it, is beautiful thank you very much you are hurting my heritage <laughs> <laughs> uh, scotland's my favorite my favorite place in the world but i can't i don't know how to speak it <laughs> dude i Wait. wish i did i wish Same. i did it's beautiful but, I'm not sure if, if if it's the way they wrote it, like, like in the article, but it says something, this isn't specifically how they say it, but it, so, it says something along the lines of, this, this black and gray crypt is one of the most, the one of the most kind of haunted crypts in the lower part of the eastern midsection. I'm like, what? <laughs> Whoa. It's Pin one it of, down there. <laughs> I'm like, just Lord? say the don't just say the city. Yeah, that's kind of weird. I've noticed a lot of articles that say that, but I don't. I guess I just don't like, think about it. I don't yeah. think about it. I'm just like, well, yeah, I know where it's at, so I don't really care. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But it's like, just just say the most haunted in Edinburgh. I that may not be where it's at, but like hypothetically, example wise, this is the most haunted place in Edinburgh. Not like there is a crypt in the southeast portion of the lower part of the eastern section i'm like that's I a lot of words i want to kill you <laughs> that's a lot of words i'm a little dumb remember guys my iq is like 12 yeah oh my gosh but yeah yeah um, i had uh, noticed that too but that was the story of little Lydia. she'll show herself in front of the sign if one of your partners is disloyal um a friend of hers marked her grave, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Uh, how, how many more stories do you have? I've got quite a few. Okay, 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 <laughs> I right. have quite a few. Then uh, you can go next. And then I kind of want to end on mine, not because mine's better, but because it it ties together what happened two hundred year year year. I have a speech impediment and I can't form words properly. Okay. <laughs> it um it ties in what happened two years ago to present day. Oh, okay. Yeah. So go ahead. That's fine. Okay. That's fine. I want to do the cryptid now. Ha! Okay. <laughs> oh, if everybody this one's really weird, guys. Um, this is the legend of Spearfanger. Spear? Like spear? I'm not gonna lie. Finger. When when whenever you texted me that, you 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 spelled it right, but like I was like getting ready for the po the podcast. I looked at it and I'm like, the the cryptid of spirit fingers. What? Spirit fingers. <laughs> spirit I, fingers. <laughs> I, 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 I I I had to pick up my phone and get closer to it. And I'm like, oh, that makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is the legend of spear finger. S P E A R spear. Yes, yeah, spear. Fingers spear okay. finger it's gonna make sense why this cryptid has that name okay before europeans settled in the smoky mountain region in which i put in quotes which is a nice way to say that <laughs> settled in the smoky mountain region because this area actually was very known to the cherokee tribes 
which the Cherokee was uh, like very well known, a very yeah. well known Native American um, tribe. Um, that's where they were at. Who actually called this region the Shekinohe? I think I'm saying that right. I think I am. If I'm not, somebody let me know. But it's spelled S H A K O N O H E Y. Shekinohe. I, I just said it. I just said it. You heard it. Now I can't say it. But it means land of the blue smoke. So, oh, okay. If you don't. If you've ever been to the Smoky Mountains, if anybody who's listening has ever been to the Smoky Mountains, um, during like the dawn and dusk, it's very blue. Like the smoke rolling off the mountains looks really, really blue. That's awesome. It really, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. But that's what they called the Smoky Mountains. They called it Shekinohe. Shekinohe? Shekinohe. I'm going to try. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They used a lot of this land for hunting. You know, has a lot of bigger animals like bears and mountain lion, lions and cougars, you know, things like that. Uh, easier to feed a bunch of families on. So the one monster that Native Americans had, mon- I put monster, it's really a cryptid. Um, legends said it's aside one of the highest mountain peaks. And its name is Spearfinger. So this is coming from like Native Americans. This okay. Is this is their so logic. maybe you mentioned it's possibly a shapeshifter too, right? Because Native yes. American. Okay. Mm-hmm. Native Makes Americans sense. are. Makes <laughs> yeah. yeah. Spearfinger is said to be a shapeshifting witch who had one long obsidian blade for her right forefinger. What's a so forefinger? Her... Oh, I, it's to like me, to me that's index. To me, that's index. So, like, oh, that like, was like, oh, okay, okay. Not like the entire finger, but like at the tip. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Um, was an obsidian blade. I love so the word if obsidian. Anybody, <laughs> obsidian is a really uh, strong um, type of crystal or rock. Yeah. Or geode, whatever you want to call it. Um, very, very strong, and it's very black in color. Yes. It's like abyss so, black, abyss black. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty. It's a pretty dark stone. I have, I have a few, <laughs> but you have stones, really? Oh, I have a bunch of crystals. I'm, I'm, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I know you were being sarcastic. Okay, <laughs> but I was putting it on record. I was like, oh, yeah, uh, I have a lot of stones. A, a small s- side note: uh, back whenever uh, me and one of your one of your good friends went went to community college. And uh, she would always tell me stories about how every time you and her m- met up, it-, it would always be another story of, so I went to the local stone store. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> it was awesome. But anyway. I got this new rock. <laughs> yeah, I tend to do that. Sorry. Um, so it's said that she shapes shapeships in between a fox, a bear, or a bird. You see one of those three, you, you might be screwed. Um, especially if you see a bear, you're screwed the other way. So but, if you just you go know. outside and say, end up like you're fucked. Okay. But her original form is said to be of an old woman, as which most witch stories most, do. Yeah. yeah. Um, her, <laughs> she's got a favorite treat. It better be Reese's. It better be fucking Reese's. If I not, want, I want you to try to guess if, if it's not what Reese's, her favorite treat is. If it's not but, Reese's, she's a poser. <laughs> she's a poser. 
<laughs> I literally have Reese's on my dining room table right now. Like that's that you okay. are coming after me right now. Um, I want you to try to guess what her favorite treat or snack was. It said when I was reading the legend, it said treat, and I was like, yeah, that's a treat, all right. So it's a part it- of the body. Oh, like a human body? Like any mammal. Oh, any mammal. Okay. Uh, is it going to be the dick or the penis? No! Okay. It's not perverted! <laughs> I didn't yeah. know. <laughs> no! Uh, um, the hand. No. Okay, wait. Let me, let me keep you're guessing. close. <laughs> oh, close? Okay. No, you're not close. Oh. <laughs> I was just being an asshole. Um, the the foot no neck no it's an organ oh it's a or- skin no oh, <laughs> uh, heart no brain no are, are you just gonna go down the list <laughs> spleen Stomach. no okay, no wait, 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 wait. the liver she likes livers i mean okay this she likes a good old chicken liver <laughs> I, I was about to say that i love chicken livers fried chicken livers i love fried I chicken not. i love fried like my grandpa got got me under those but that's beside the fucking point continue <laughs> that's beside the point her favorite kind of food is liver so um she catches her victims by stalking them through the mountains and taking shape of a person that they know to lure them into their own demise so she'll take shape yeah. and to shift somebody that you really trust and then lure them in now, which is really weird, which if you're a Native American, that makes more back in that back in, you know, yeah. over two, three hundred years ago, that it even longer than that. That makes sense because right. you would meet people all over the place. I mean, people that you would know. Now, if you were to see that today, I'd be like, what the fuck is like my cousin doing out of this wood? <laughs> She's like three hours away. Like, I would <laughs> What the fuck, Stacy? I don't know. What are you doing here, Stacy? I'm, I'm, Jesus. I'm, to anybody but, that's listening, if your name's Stacy, I'm, I'm sorry. That was just a random name. We, we love you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we promise we love you. So that's what she does. She'll take shape shift into somebody you know and then lures, lures you in to uh, steal your liver and eat it, which you can't survive without a liver. So <laughs> uh, that's not good. Is, so it possible, it, is it possible to get, to, to get a liver implant? Uh... I don't think so. Okay. I could be Con- wrong. I'm not continue. a doctor. C- continue. <laughs> My IQ's uh, 12. 12. Forgot. Yeah, forgot you. <laughs> 12. Gotcha. Continue. <laughs> it's no surprise that the Cherokee would tell legends of shame shifters. A lot of Native American legends and stories are a lot to do with shape shifters. It's really no surprise that there is one in the Smoky Mountains called Spearfinger. Right. But knowing this is not uncommon to be spooked by random noises while you're hiking through the mountains. But, you know, if you keep that legend in your mind, um, was it just if you hear like a branch snap, do you know if it's actually going to be an innocent animal or if it's going to be Spearfinger? You ask. You say, is that you, Spearfinger? <laughs> I hear you over there. And it turns out to just be like a little squirrel. You're like, okay, we're good. And then it turns into Spearfinger. And then you're screwed. <laughs> gotcha. So whether you ask or not, you're still fucked. Gotcha. It, 
yeah um but fair I, enough. Would ass- I would assume you're gonna be screwed either way but you want to find out no <laughs> i do not fair enough um i do not mess with i will say it again i do not mess with native american anything yeah i believe they are like one of the most advanced spiritualist people ever no <laughs> leave them be <laughs> leave them be leave, let them do their own thing that is spearfinger a shape-shifting tricking native american witch awesome witch awesome yeah okay yeah role model <laughs> <laughs> she's a role model all right um i have okay this next thing, I I don't have any history on it. I looked it up, couldn't find anything. Even Brad doesn't have anything on it from the ghost tours. At least, oh. well, back in the day he didn't. He may have some new information now. I haven't asked. We haven't okay. talked in a while. Life stuff. The life happens. We're still on good terms. But anyway, there is an old haunted Catholic church in Gatlinburg. Okay. And uh, it is one of the oldest standing buildings in the whole city i feel uh, like i read that um i i don't have a name for it the name's on an old ass sign on their parking lot i don't even know if they have a website or not um, oh okay uh it's an old haunted yeah um and there's not really any specific history as far as i'm aware i've been told uh-huh i just assume a portal got opened up there somehow at some point and now demonic entities or entity roams around and just chills out or haunts oh, the cool. area uh there's <laughs> very not been, casual there's not been any specific sightings or first-hand encounters about anyone getting attacked anybody seeing it or getting scared but mm-hmm. it has been captured countless times in different ways in different shapes and different looks and pictures oh uh but no one's ever had a bad encounter there as far as I'm aware, there could be countless. I'm not aware. Um, okay. But I will send you the pictures like after this. Uh, if I can put them on screen, I will. Um, but uh, two of the most known things Brad actually you uses to promote the tour. Uh, so they're on his front page. But uh, mm-hmm. there is a demonic. It, it looks like a, a human flesh mask. It, it's a demonic face up in this high window that has a raised, plunged out forehead, fangs, and small horns. So and... like me on a typical Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, wait, so that wasn't from the ghost story, that was just a selfie that you sent me? Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that does sound really creepy. Yeah. Um. It, and the thing is, it's, the the majority of it looks like red grain like there is no outline of it the red grain makes the feel and the outline is just where it ends it's it's it, it's weird like and then the other one if i can find it in like in time well i'll show you afterwards i don't want to mess up the podcast flow but the the other one is uh i i, I forget how that one was captured who captured it but it was just a regular picture being taken like at a, a window the other one happened a while after that um a regular customer uh said he heard something behind him so he took a picture just of the general building not like at a window and then he goes oh 
I captured s s s s something cool. And Brad said, can you email it to me? Here's my email. And he goes, yeah, sure. And like 90% of customers do. They'll say a little email a picture, but, but they never do. A year passes and he gets it one morning. He, I guess he remembers to, to, to send him the email. <laughs> and you a year later? Yeah. And That's then, what uh, mod do. <laughs> and then uh, he, he downloads the, the picture. And once again, I'll show it to you. It'll be a cool one like once you see it. But it is a... It takes up basically the whole fucking frame. It's a bright as day, extremely bright fog in the shape of a serpent. <gasps> the end of the fog is a fog made a serpent. It's no. A, yeah. Yeah, it, it's a serpent fog ghost thing. <gasps> and like, say for example, like, you're seeing my whole screen now. I'm going to crop yeah. this down in it. But, like, from, like, from, like, imagine me. This is how much of the frame it took up. Imagine okay. me as the spirit. Yeah. It takes up over half the frame. Oh, my and God. It's huge. And that's how we know. Like, we have evidence of a demonic face in the window, a serpent fog mist. And we all know if a serpent is, if a serpent-like figure is shifting itself in this church, what does the Bible tell us that is, you know? um yeah it's like symbolism yeah and yeah like once again there's no history i'm aware of of this church just sometime at some point i think a portal got opened through seance or just through somehow yeah. and then next thing you know demonic entities to some extent are haunting this church oh shit yeah and this church is up on a hill. It's not easily not easily found. Shit's been built around it and been constructed around it. So I know how to get to it. It's actually below the cemetery, um, or one of the two cemeteries. Well, I'll, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll get to it. But yeah, it's there. Not much history, but it's I, I just I, got I, some activity around yeah, it that's some, unexplainable, like literally unexplainable. Yeah, evil demonic. In my opinion, demonic activity. The picture that I will show you. There's no way in hell it's not demonic. Okay. But, I'll put it, if I, if I can, um, I will put this up on our Instagram. Yeah. That would be a good one to put up on Instagram. Just like, you know, let everybody yeah. see what we're talking about. Because sometimes if I listen to somebody and they talk about, you know, like a picture, I like to go back on their Instagram, yeah. even if it's like really like years ago, <laughs> and see like what picture they're talking about. Yeah. So that's a really yeah. scary. And um, then I, I, I guess I could talk about, it, it could just pop into my head the chapels i talked to you uh the chapels we talked about in the last episode and we were teasing the episode but i cut it out because i wanted to talk about it here yeah um the chapels won't the once the once again there's not really anything history based on them other than people got married yay um but uh the gatlinburg wildfire uh yeah. of, of 2016 17 it's it really hasn't been that long ago, but I can't okay. remember. Okay, the wall, the only major wildfire that's happened in Gatlinburg five years ago, let's just say it's around that time. I forget the specific year. Um, that wildfire burned out a lot of places, mm -hmm. um, and it was deadly. But what I'm getting to here is, um, it eventually burned down some old chapels. Uh that were on the outskirts of Gatlinburg. Uh, and one of the chapels, Billy Ray S Cyrus got married in. So thank Gatlinburg for Miley Cyrus, you know. Um, <laughs> and um, once um, the uh, the wildfires burned down the, the chapels, 
it was said that some that a uh, a pastor or a priest got took down in the wildfires as well in the chapels. I have no proof of that. Yeah. I got told that, so that's just allegedly. But the chapels did get burned down. There's pictures of it, and now on the tours, uh, Brad likes to talk about like Miley Cyrus and my and Billy Ray. They got married here and get like this little fun little note, and yeah. uh, and he tells a story in, in, in front of that, and um, that's also where he tells the Lydia story because there's really no other place to tell that, because uh, the Greenbrier Inn is like a ways away. Yeah. Um, but uh, people say that if you take pictures down in front of the chapels, you will get pictures of fog-like hands re like reach out like someone's trying to escape a fire <gasps> and um you'll you'll also get pictures of uh you'll also supposedly get pictures of heads that are like that, that are looking up and screaming like if people were in the pose of getting burned by fire like that that old pose is like a you know type deal yeah huh. that's what, that that's what you would get pictures of and oh my god yeah i i i haven't seen them personally but that would be obvious to get pictures of there if they were paranormal. So, yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's like a side note, like of a haunting the chapels. But um, you can go next as far as that. Yeah, um, I'll do the small one. Okay. Um, have you ever heard of Elkmont? I've heard of it. Don't know what okay. happened there. It is actually an abandoned town in the vicinity of Gatlinburg, so it's. It, kind of technically like a part of Gatlinburg, but it really was its own town. Is it like 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 it was like is in between Pit the Pidge and Forge or Severeville? Which side? I think it's on the Severeville okay. side, but yeah. I could be wrong. Okay. okay, I could be wrong, but it is a part of the national park area. Oh, okay. oh, so it's okay. So it's more in Gatlinburg. Okay. Yeah, it's like more. It's more in Gatlinburg. Okay. Um, now to be known. Before this mountain range became a national park, it was home to like thousands of people. Like it was a really well-known town. Okay. Uh, to this day, all there is is like old remnants. So like really, really old buildings. I wonder if that was a part of wide, the wide, the wide oaks flats before it got changed. It could have been. It could have been, but this okay. was like actually a town called Elkmont. Oh, so I'm oh, not really okay. sure. Oh, yeah. Okay. It could have been like a neighboring town or Fair something. Enough. It could have been like split up. I mean, I don't know, but. The do you know when it started? When 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 it became a thing? Like when it legally got that name? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, okay, it, it, it's okay. I'm 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 just curious. Okay. Um, it's got like a lot of old bones, so like a lot of cabins where okay. families were at, you know, things like that. It's not just cabins, but there was also like logging camps. There's graveyards. There's a bunch of stuff to discover back there, and you can actually legally go back there because it is a part of the national park trails okay so legally you can go back there like it's not like oh you can't you can be trespassed so like, you know it's like the hotel california of gatlinburg kind kinda and if nobody knows the hotel of Ca hotel of california is it's in lambert oh. lakes right yeah yeah okay. it's a yeah it's a long story short um L the lbl there's lbl the living space of lbl the sports the sporting fishing area of, like of lbl and on the outskirts of that, there's like coastal shores. If you find you like, you can stay in. But the roads that lead to those coastal shores are extremely gravel, holy, yeah. dangerous. But if you walk it or hike it, which a lot of people do, that that's how I got there. Or if you take like some rugged jeep to it, a uh, Hotel California is a abandoned hotel 
that is now literally just slabs of concrete literally stacked on top of each other that are vandalized to hell and back, spray paint, yeah. everything. And it's a abandoned construct of what once was, and that reminded me of Elkmont. But continue. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense. It makes sense. Um, yeah. uh, you can go there today. I think a lot of the pictures I saw, I mean, like, there was some vandalism, but it really looked like it was in decent shape for a ghost town. Okay. Um, a lot of this area catered to wealthy families and wealthy neighborhoods. Okay. So a lot of the wealthy would come here and stay, kind of like how uh, Port Arthur was. Like, a lot of wealthy okay. people would come stay there. It's very, gotcha. very, very similar. Um, the visitors today say that when you go back there, it's a very cool presence. So, like, no matter what time of year it is, it's very cold back there. Okay. Especially in certain parts of the area, of the town. Um, a lot of the times, people feel very, very, very uneasy, like somebody's watching them the entire time. Um, sometimes it makes it hard to navigate <laughs> through the park because it feels like you're being chased a little bit. Like, you're just being followed. Oh. You feel like you're being stopped. So I don't know if it's okay. just like the feeling of being in the middle of the woods in this town and, you know, like a ghost Maybe. town and you just feel uneasy or if it's really actually like presence of like ghost being there and like stalking you because that has been something that you see a lot. Right. I'm not really sure, but a lot of people will see like movements off of the corner of their eyes. Um, they'll see orbs um and they'll literally like hear, hear people like walking next to them or like behind them like running up to them so a lot of like stocky feelings there okay that that that, that sounds like a mammoth cave type deal it kind of does it it kind of does it just just a little bit it okay. is a little bit yeah um there's one other small story i'm just gonna add with it since oh. that one was so small right um i'll just do another small one that i have um it's called the guiding light at norland creek trail have I've you heard, ever heard I've, of this I've, 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 I've heard of that yeah yeah okay yeah it, there's not much to it um but i still thought it was interesting enough to put yeah. it in here um noland creek trail boosts a lot of cemeteries and old homesteads so a lot of the trails in the Smoky Mountains have that anyways. Yeah. But Lake Fonata, I'm going to say Fonata, it could be wrong, um, contained many settler communities um, and their presence is very well known by the grave markers along the trail. So it's not like just local um, clustered cemeteries. A lot of the grave markers are like along the trail. They're kind of like okay. spread out. Um. This trail is known to be a part of <laughs> Spear Fingers territory. <laughs> oh, okay. So you could you could see Spear Finger in one of these in one of these cemeteries if you're not careful. Um, it's part of the territory. If you, if um, you, see, if, if you see a squirrel, run. <laughs> she doesn't even change into a squirrel according <laughs> to the legend. I just do think that's just funnier. <laughs> you just oh shit, squirrel. Um yeah, walk up to the cemetery to see your random squirrel minus the business chewing on a nut, and you're like, no, thank you're you. Like, oh shit, bye. Later. <laughs> Later. Um, there's also a story that exists of a settler who had died searching in the mountains for his lost daughter, and it said that if you see a light, it's it's actually him guiding travelers to safety because he never could find his daughter to do that. So he wants to aid other people. And he like, is this light, this guiding light, and will literally lead them to safety, especially if they feel lost. Interesting. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. So that's an interesting little tidbit story that I thought was See, uh, pretty cool. That reminds me, like the guiding light. Mm -hmm. This happens like everywhere. I've seen it happen at Fort. The 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 Ghost Adventures episode, uh, Terror on the oh, recent Ghost the Ghost Adventures episode where he investigates a famous person's house upon a hill. I, I, I forget the episode name, but Jay Was. Tell you. <laughs> but, uh, Jay Wasley sees a light like up on the hill, and he gets drawn to it, and mm -hmm. that actually saves him from a mountain lion that they caught tracking him. Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> and then eventually he falls down because he's in the dark and he's stupid and he trips on a limb. But Sounds anyway. Like me. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, and also at Castillo de San Marcos, Ghost Adventures captures a guiding light of a guy holding a lantern. <gasps> yeah, it's just it's like guiding lights are everywhere and I love it. That's uh, cool. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, how many more stories do you have? I have one, a two, a three. I got three more stories. Alrighty. My friends um uh choose your favorite one out of the three go okay um okay the my favorite one is the longest one i have <laughs> it's the longest one and oh, yeah. the only reason it's my favorite is because it's kind of it's kind of sassy Okay, all right uh, <laughs> would, would, would you be okay with telling that one then me telling mine and then end of the then that then, then, then that'll be it yeah, that's fine because the other two that I have aren't really much. Okay, uh, then yeah, go ahead and tell They're... your longer story. Okay, I'll just let people know that the other two um, stories that I have, since we are kind of cutting it close to the end, you can find these pretty easily online. One of them is Huggins Hell, and the other story is called Mount Sterling and its Haunting Tune. Um, they're both just kind of like little local legends and they're really kind of just mostly in the Smoky Mountains, but I thought they were interesting enough to add. But if you, if they'd sound interesting and you want to go look them up, um, they're very, you know, you can just Google the name. It's okay. super easy. Um, but the one I really want to talk about is uh, Haunted Cades Cove. I've heard of it. Yeah. Have you? Okay. I, uh, the, the, the only notes I, I like I put in mine was... I, I can literally fill up this whole podcast with ghost tour stuff. But like, <laughs> I, I took the most famous ones, and that's what I have. But go ahead. Cade's yeah. Cove is awesome. I want to go to Cade's Cove. I drive by it every time. But yeah. there's just so other many things I want to do. I just yeah. don't have time. I think I drove by it on my honeymoon. But, of course, you know, my dumb butt didn't look up haunted places <laughs> or ghost stories of Gatlinburg. You're, you're a poser. Um, I'm, a, I'm a freaking poser. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I just, I'm just so disappointed in myself for not, uh, but anyways, <laughs> my husband doesn't like uh, haunted stuff normally, so uh, that's probably why I didn't look anything up. But anyways, uh, one of the most well-known haunted places in Gatlinburg is Cades Cove. Sorry. Um, due to many abandoned cabins, churches, cemeteries, it gives off a very like haunting scenery, which anything abandoned really does, especially when you yeah. just put a cemetery right in the middle of that. Uh, it's like calling for, you know, spooky scenery. Um, over the years, Cades Cove has been a site of murders and tragic endings. One gravestone of Gregory Russell states that he was killed by North Carolina rebels. <laughs> Interesting fact. Interesting. Um, there are actually many ghost stories residing in Cades Cove. Um the one that I'm going to talk about that I, I don't know why I like this story, but I think okay. it's just because of the literal title of it. 
It's called the cussing cover. Oh, this is what you sent me that text about. Okay. Yes. It's literally cussing called cover. the cussing cover. And cussing as in like bad words, as in like fuck and shit. And literally that's literally what it okay. means. And okay. you're gonna you're, you're gonna find out here in a minute. Um, so I lost my point, like Trevor did it earlier. That's cool. <laughs> I'm okay, I'm back. We're good. But I made now, it look cool. It looked cool. <laughs> <Kidding>. <laughs> Sorry. I'm dumb and I make things look awful. Now False. legend goes, okay, thanks. <laughs> legend goes that before the Smokies were really a national park, a family by the name of the East Ups resided in Cade's Cove. Um, Mavis was the wife. Basil was the husband. And then they had children that lived in a cabin along the whistling branch stream um oh, nice name. Ex- i know right i don't exactly know where that's at and i don't know how many children they had okay um i also think basil is a really cool name yeah <laughs> i just i don't know what it is but i really like that name good for food right yeah <laughs> put a little put a little basil in that do that salt that salt bay thing <laughs> salt basil in that um love basil they did live happily for like a long time there but mavis was terrified of being struck by lightning um since she was born during a thunderstorm she thought her fate was just being struck by lightning it's you know superstition yeah so she's like to stay away from metal and never went outside when it was just raining it could be like a light day with like light rain and she's like uh fuck no who <laughs> <laughs> can kill today <laughs> we ain't going we are not gonna go outside so no metal was allowed in the home due to her anxiety about this so there no metal no metal because you know conducts electricity like music or material uh both <laughs> <laughs> You know, back in like when there was cabins, literally was yeah. the only way to live. Definitely, metal was a choice of music. Yeah. <laughs> and she said, "Fuck no, uh, that's where lightning comes from." <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my god! She, since since she had really bad anxiety, do you know if you have anxiety, you know you if you really try to treat it yourself, you try to like do stuff that makes you feel a little more comfortable, right? Her comfort zone was sewing. She loved to sew. Um, But she wouldn't sew during a thunderstorm because, you know, the needle is metal. Um, But, you know, like after a storm is gone and she's like all built up with anxiety, she would sit down and sew. Um, Her favorite patchwork was actually one of Basil's red flannels. And she called it the cussing cover because this is the shirt that basil wore during one of their first arguments in which basil used very colorful words and i put a quote next to that saying that's very artsy of her because that'd be some shit that an artist would do they'd be like you know what we had this argument and i know it was our very first argument so i really want to make a piece out of (laughs) i need to express myself i think that's what she was doing i could just see you and austin like getting into a fight about insert whatever the fuck and then stupid usually and then half halfway through it be just like stop stop i need to make a song out of that 
<laughs> no, I, w- I not a song. I have to go draw something real quick. Yeah. Just like <laughs> well, hold on, I just got a really good idea <laughs> of a drawing. <laughs> that would exactly be it. Um, she met her end actually by illness and not by being struck by lightning. So you know, she didn't die the way she thought she was gonna die. She died from a really severe illness. Gotcha. Um, she gave Basil permission to remarry. Uh, which back in the day was, you know, kind of one of those things that you would tell yeah. your your partner. You'd be like, yes, I, you can remarry. Um, which is, you know, you know, I don't know. It's, to, I don't know. <laughs> it, it, it's the ways of old. Yeah, it's more of the traditional value. So yeah. she, she gave him permission to remarry. Into which not too long after their, her passing, um, he married a woman named Truly Jane Lawson um which is a really cool name i like the name truly like truly i wonder if there's like a falsely jane lawson maybe look maybe. it up <laughs> anybody out there if you know a falsely <laughs> let us know um since she was a larger woman you know we love body positivity exactly. we love our plus size women i'm a plus size woman we love all of we love plus size people um sometimes certain bed frames don't hold us properly and of course they had a very shitty bed frame um due to mavis not liking metal so she um truly had convinced basil to go get a metal bed even though he was still kind of weird about that you you know being around somebody with such anxiety you just kind of get used to it and you feel kind of bad for going against it but you know, it was just to keep support of them two being in the same bed. Yeah. One evening, truly, Jane asked to use the cussing cover quilt. He, so Basil still had the cussing cover patchwork quilt um, and asked to use it because she was really, really cold. And I'm not really <coughs> sure why she pointed out that quilt to use. But anyways um against mavis wishes he allowed her to use it so i'm assuming that you know i'm i'm sure with certain if you're an artist out there there's certain art pieces that you want to keep for yourself or you want a loved one to have and you don't want anybody else to have it or touch it or use it right um i'm going to assume this is one of those this this is one of those things she didn't want anybody to touch it or use it but he allowed truly to use the cussing cover anyways so that night mavis appeared to truly and truly started cussing driving up a storm and woke basil up in a panic and when basil woke up mavis disappeared so so basil didn't believe truly that you know mavis had come to truly um and so they just both went back to sleep he was like honey calm down you did not see my dead wife go back to sleep <laughs> she's like yes i did <laughs> what the hell dead wife. <laughs> uh i would not take that so lightly if uh, my husband woke up and saw even just a random person standing at the end of our bed and i did and i'd be like oh honey um let's go sleep in a hotel tonight like <laughs> you're stupid <laughs> vice versa roles there (laughs) um he didn't he didn't believe truly actually saw his dead wife so you know they both went back to sleep a few hours later lightning bursted into the home 
and not truly out of bed. And after the smoke from the lightning cleared, the bed was burnt to a crisp, but the cussing cover remained untouched within the rest of the cabin. So the only thing that like caught fire and was burnt all the way down to a crisp was the entire bed, except for the cussing cover that was laying on top of it that truly was sleeping in. Interesting. Yeah. And the rest of the cabin was fine. Like nothing else caught on fire. It was just the bed. The, and the cussing cover was on top of it. The energy of Basil was protecting it. A sub? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, Basil is the husband. He's still alive. Ba- oh. Ma- Mavis, Mavis Mavis is the one who made cussing cover. And, you know, I would think that it was Mavis coming in and like destroying the bed because it yeah. was metal. And being like, oh, my blanket's on there. I got to keep it safe. But I want to piss them off because they're using my blanket. <laughs> and they have a metal fucking bed. <laughs> they're like, fuck you. Interesting. So, okay. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Um, after Basil's death truly got rid of all of Mavis's quilf, quilts. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like something else. Something sexual. I'm sorry. I know what I said. I didn't mean to. I was slurring my words together like I typically do, and it came out wrong. I am very sorry, guys. Truly got rid of all of Mavis's quilts. Quilts. <laughs> like the blankets that you can wear to cover yourself at night and get all toasty and warm. A quilt. My bad, guys. <laughs> But they say that the cussing cover is still out there somewhere. Like, she got rid of everything, including the cussing cover. Um, they say it's still out there. Like, it's not, like, in, like, Captain Glass case or nothing. Like, she just donated it. She's like, get rid of the shit. Um, other notable things about Cade's Cove is that there are many ghostly photos taken back there. And a lot of them are posted on the internet. You can find them um i did see a few but they're kind of very typical like misty like misty apparitions and things like that um one of them i did see um and it was one of a woman's face coming out of one of the church's walls at kate's cove so that was pretty interesting gotcha but that is everything that i have on Kids Cove and the cussing cover. (laughs) That was that was sassy ass. That was actually a very interesting story. Yes. (laughs) All right, you ready for one of the best endings (gasps) to a podcast? I think yeah, so far. I'm so ready. (laughs) White Oaks Flats, the cemetery in Gatlinburg. Well, we know to this day is one of like the one behind the stores up on the hill. If you take a picture in front of the sign, Lydia may show up. Etc. I've caught a full-bodied like apparition uh, in the in the in the cemetery oh. as well, and I've actually framed it. I printed off the picture. I'll oh shit! Um, but yeah, um, but yeah, that cemetery didn't used to be there, but there was still a cemetery in the city. Um, in nineteen sixty-two, the cemetery oh. the cemetery used to be located b- b- below where it is now. Some rich investors came into town and thought they had a great idea. Oh, no. One thing this place needs is another putt-putt golf course. What? So, they managed to purchase half of the cemetery. 
and they moved and excavated over 100 bodies and graves to what is now white oaks flats okay uh and the other half of the cemetery is where the poor people live or were buried not live or were buried and lived as their dead bodies on the yeah ground. Exactly. <laughs> people that those were the people that were just passing through that had no money they were just looking for a place to settle down mm-hmm. uh they have no gravestones the cemetery and the, and the and people would know that there's bodies there because the cemetery had been there for 200 years prior oh. um they knew people were there just not exactly where they knew bodies were there they just didn't know where to dig Okay. So, the investors, they had two choices. Oh, no. Since they already had enough space to put the main attraction there, the golf courses, they have already moved over 100-plus bodies into what we now know as White Oaks Flats. They had two choices. Randomly start digging and at least try for these bodies and mess up at least half of the bodies in the process, or just ignore them and pave right over them. Oh, I think I know what they did. (laughs) So... They looked into the records to see how much work they would have to do, mm-hmm. and they estimated that there was at least 100 to 150 unmarked bodies in a small little 100 by 100 foot area, mm-hmm. and they didn't want to take the chance of desecrating the bodies, so they just paved over all 150 bodies. Oh, shit. I so mean, the- either or is not too great, but still. Yeah. So. Oh, God. The other 100 bodies are safely, I guess, moved into White Oaks Flats and is now a proper cemetery. Mm-hmm. And where they were was now a golf course or a putt-putt golf course, which now has laser tag and a bunch of other shit in it. But the small sem- the small parking lot, that if you don't want to pay for a parking ticket or a parking lot ticket, you can pull up to the small little parking lot and park there. But just know, as you're parking in a parking spot to go have fun with putt-putt golf, your car is sitting on 150 dead bodies. Oh, shit. Yep. Oh, shit. And this is... Ooh. that's a, Okay, so if anybody's ever been to Gatlinburg before, that just sounds terrifying because they have a lot... Like, Pigeon yeah. Forge and Gatlinburg both have a lot of attractions. It's yeah. very comedic. <laughs> like, yeah. very comedic if you're going through certain parts. Like, Gatlinburg knows their history is dark. So they yeah. push and push and push and shove down your fucking throat tourism. And oh my god, yeah. Like, it is tourist city. Yeah, but under a parking lot is 150 unmarked and forgotten bodies. That's a cause for trouble. And, oh, and one other thing I remember now as well. It takes like two minutes to to tell. Um, I don't have a name. Uh... But we told this story on Gatlinburg on the, on the, on the tour and the family asked us to, to stop because we actually used his real name. But for one, I'm not going to use his real name because two, okay. I don't remember his real name. Uh, oh, <laughs> I guess uh, that's a uh, win-win situation. <laughs> yeah. But um, this was back in like 2016, 17-ish. Mm-hmm. It was around that. T- it was a couple of years after my first time there. Um. There was a man, don't know, he had, he was running away from money problems. I don't know if it was gang related, 
fraudulated, couldn't tell you. He was running away from some sort of money problem. And so um, he was sad. I don't know if he had any family that loved him, like a good amount. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if he was c connected to family well. I just know that a man was running away from money troubles, and so he wanted to take a way out. So the same road that the Rocky Top Inn is on, at the beginning of that road, there's a giant arcade, big arcade. Mm -hmm. And yeah. outside of the arcade, there's a giant, like, what the hell is it called whenever you... Bl uh, above the, 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 the doors you walk in, there's like an awning. Is that what it's called, like an awning you walk under? Yeah. Okay, there's a there's a huge awning that sticks out like 10 feet. And directly above that awning is the, the walk-around space for this, the space n needle. Uh-huh. Uh, so he, he went up the space ne ne needle and was looking over the edge. And brought below him is the awning of the arcade. Oh, no. And um, I don't know if people were there or not. Couldn't tell you. Like, around him. But he stripped off naked, from what I hear. Completely naked. Mm -hmm. From what I hear. I, I'm not sure on that specific piece of information. But as far as I'm aware, stripped off completely naked and hopped off the edge. Oh. And he took, he went through the awning of the arcade. And his body hit the ground so hard that there wasn't a single piece of body that looked normal. <gasps> his body hit the ground so hard. I think it was all relatively intact, but his body got turned into a pancake within oh, seconds. No. Oh, no. Oh, that's so bad. He, like, he didn't feel a thing. Oh, no. But still, that's so bad. Yeah. Oh, that's I, bad. I, I, I remember telling, yeah, that, yeah. I remember... That, that is so sad. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. Uh, if I can. Uh. Click, 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 click. Yeah. Click, click. <laughs> um. This article here reads: Man jumps from Gatlinburg, uh, space into observation deck. Uh, about eight forty p.m. on April eleventh in two thousand and sixteen. Oh. Police, and I'm reading a, a article here. That's why yeah. I'm like, so. Um, police re received a call that someone had fallen from the Arcadia Space Needle. All, all, the officers were responded at, to the scene at 115, oh, that's the address, mm -hmm. uh, where they found a deceased white man in his late 50s on the sidewalk. Passersby, oh. this was the middle of the fucking day. <gasps> kids were walking by. Passers-by were horrified and visibly shaken by the event. Adults and families and children traveled the sidewalk by the tape, and passers-by, families and children were traveling by the tape, wanting to get into the arcade as <gasps> the streets remained closed for, 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 for hours as they cleaned up this scene. Yeah. And people yeah. were just still, like, trying to get in. Yeah. The, <gasps> the Space Needle was 407 feet tall. Oh. And, yeah, that's... and then the police put an update with name and age, but I'm not saying that. We're not, yeah. Oh. Uh, um, police did not disclose if he was a resident or a tourist. From my information, he was a tourist. He came here because of other reasons. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. Oh, that's tragic. That's not good. Yeah. It's a... Uh... 
Yeah, I I'm reading the article because I I did not have that in my notes for everybody that's here. Yeah. I, uh, I I I just was like, oh, like in my head, I was like thinking through, like, did I knock out everything? But I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, that's so tragic. Yeah. But that's one way. That's one hell of a way to end on. But that's all I got. Yeah. Oh goodness. Yep. We are a paranormal podcast, yeah. so it's going to be mostly dark stuff. And, uh, <laughs> can't really end lightly. And once again, uh, you can take pictures of the Space Needle, and uh, I've captured, people have captured orbs, but once again, like the Marriott Hotel and Rocky Top Inn, there's so many lights. There's literally 200 lights on the stem of the Space Needle itself. Yeah, you literally, if you... If you go at any part of like actual Gatlinburg or Pigeon Forge, either or, either or, um, but mainly Gatlinburg, it is so bright yeah. at night, so bright at night. That like, like you don't even need headlights to just drive through. I do not recommend driving through that. Yeah, <laughs> it, I had to. We had to go um, to a pharmacy because I didn't have any um, headache medicine. Because um, if nobody knows, I suffer from headaches really bad. I have yeah. one right now, um, but their parking there is really expensive yes and you can barely drive <laughs> through it yeah they're uh they so imagine uh, how many lights yeah. are there they uh they have parking lots you can pay to get into um and they used to do one one price for uh two hours yeah, and people would abuse that and just like, oh, they're 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 not gonna check our cars for two hours. Oh no, they'll check. Yeah, they check and, your cars. <laughs> and, and, and and people would get tickets over tickets and complain, complain. So yeah. so now instead of five bucks for two hours, it's five bucks an hour. Oh no, the one that we saw were like twenty to twenty five for uh, an uh, hour. Oh shit! I yeah. It's been a while, was, <laughs> I will say that that was a parking lot that was right in front of the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum. That's in Gatlinburg. Oh okay. Um, okay. so it was the very uh Hi. very touristy part yeah. of Gatlinburg, but it was not too far into Gatlinburg. So imagine what even further in. Yeah. Uh, has. I I always stay in 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 hotels like on the outskirts, and I usually I take some running shoes, but I walk the whole way. I've only yeah. Driven... See, I would too. <laughs> I'm just uh -huh. walk. I've only driven once. One time, me, my mom, and a friend of mine, we rented a cabin for for the first time ever yeah. out in the hills, and um, we had to drive into town every time and pay five bucks. And I, I'm not doing that shit again. I'm not. Yeah, I. I mean, I would go stay in in a cabin again in Gatlinburg. I mean, if you haven't been, I mean, like if if the main certain parts of it are very pretty. Yeah. If if, if 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 I was there for the cabin and just there to chill and not leave, hundred percent cabins all the way. Oh yeah. But if you're there to like to have fun and spend money, it's like I'm not buying a fucking cabin. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I just go into one of their hotels yeah, exactly. <laughs> at that point. But that's everything that I have on yeah. Gatlinburg. Oh, and one little uh tidbit: uh, it's not haunted. It looks haunted though. Uh, for the uh, the audience and you, um, there is a hotel. Mm -hmm. uh right beside the mysterious mansion it is a haunted attraction the mysterious mansion okay. is the, the the most the oldest one in like in the city but that's not my point there's a hotel beside it called the river's edge it's the river something it's a huge one but the outside looks pre the pretty but the insides are a bit more older yeah but the uh there's a whole spiral staircase that goes up through every floor. It's once it's one oh. viral stair 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 staircase for every for every floor. 
and um it's it looks like some like haunted creepy man some manor shit so if, if, Ooh, if that's if, cool if you're interested for for, 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 for just like an old-fashioned hotel it's the river's something it's on the east side it's right beside the mysterious mansion and uh north of the aquarium just okay find the river something near that area it, it, it's cool <laughs> But yeah, that's all I got. That's all you got, right? That's all I've okay. got. This has been episode 10 of We the Haunted of just the whole damn city of Gatlinburg. Literally the whole damn city. Um, if we, anybody has personal stories, yes. um, ghost stories, or you have a place that you want us to cover, please email us at we the haunted podcast at gmail.com. Yep. Or you could just shoot a comment on YouTube yes. um, or on any of the social media posts that we post on Instagram and yep. Twitter. Um, but yeah, and once again, uh, my stories were taken from the Ghosts and Haunts Tours of Gatlinburg. The owner of that, Brad, he's an amazing guy. Uh, once again, I'm not getting paid to talk about this. Um, and I will leave the link to their thing in the description be below. I'm just doing a simply a nice gesture. Uh, and yeah, um, thanks for watching. I hope this isn't too long. And uh... <laughs> Watching and listening. Uh, please rate and review us on Apple. That, uh, yes. helps, that helps us get us up in the charts. Um, yes. Leave anything you want. <laughs> yes. Give us give us some good criticism. You know, yeah. we, we could always use it. That That's awesome. But yes, please help us out on Apple to get us up in the charts. Yes. And uh, make sure to hit like on the YouTube thing so the algorithm will be nice to us. <laughs> <laughs> right? and, uh, other than that, this has been episode 10. I am Trevor Haunted Faith and we have... Lily, the one and only. Spear fingers. Spear fingers. <laughs> Spear fingers. <laughs> See ya later. Bye, guys. Bye.